Welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast. And today we are talking about The Exorcist. Exorcist Believer by David Gordon Green, who has done such things as Halloween Kills. Oh, that's the last one, right? Developing the Hellraiser TV series. He did Halloween Ends, Halloween uh, Kills, and Halloween. The new Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. yeah. Again, Only two of those were good. It's written by it's written by Peter Sattler, David Gordon Green, Scott Teams, stars Ellen Burstyn, Linda Blair, Jennifer Nettles. When two girls disappear in the woods and return three days later with no memory of what happened, the father of one of the girls seeks out Chris McNeil, who's forever been altered by what happened to her 50 years ago. So there's some tie into the original Exorcist synopsis stated. The very beginning of the movie, it's set in Haiti. There's a husband and wife that there's an earthquake. The wife gets crushed by some debris. And there's a decision that needs to be made because the wife was pregnant at the time. So to save one, you can't save both. It progresses to it being 13 years later. Father now has a daughter, the daughter that survived the whole ordeal with the mother. Her and a friend go into the woods, they disappear, come back again. They don't remember what happened to them, but then a whole bunch of weird things started happening where it is clearly noticeable that they are possessed. So, we're going to go to our resident ghost whisperer, James, <laughs> Master Horror Suspense and Thriller. How do you feel about The Exorcist? believer well one thing i did like there was a lot of nods to the original in the very beginning of the movie there were two dogs fighting back and forth and in the original exorcist that was like one of the first scenes in the original exorcist as well so i picked up on that also it was a line that was said in the original that was also said in this movie chris mcneil the mother in the first one tried to go in and confront the demon by herself. She basically got blinded by the demon by getting stabbed with the cross in the eyes. And it was a line that says something about, like, you know, about your cunting daughter. The same line that was said in the original Exorcist. That was cool. And also, the masturbation scene, they did it differently this time. She did it in church, which was kind of odd even more blasphemous to do it in church. A lot of nods to the original. The imagery was pretty good. Mm. The makeup effects were good. And I got to give it to the acting. The acting was not bad, especially for the two young girls. They were acting their asses off. For any child that decides to do a role that has to do a possession, you got to be a good actor. It looks like, according to IMDb, this might be her first acting credit. Wow. Well, that's very impressive. She did a very good job. You got to have some acting chops to do this because that's something that you got to make it believable and not make it funny. And this was not funny at all to me. This was disturbing. This was kind of unsettling. So they did a good job on that. Overall, I'm not going to say I love the movie and I don't necessarily hate it. It was kind of a middle of the road movie. When I watch it again, if I wanted to watch it again, I would watch it again to see if I missed something the first go around. Because I think there was some things that I missed. Like I said, it wasn't a bad movie. It was certain things that kind of pissed me off. Chris, the mother from the original, going up there by herself. Yeah. You experienced this before. You know damn well you are not equipped to go up there by yourself. 
I mean, I know you did your research, you wrote a book on it and you did all this research on cultures and exorcisms and all that. And you feel that you are knowledgeable, which you may be, but you still don't go in there by yourself. You don't, you just don't. Like I said, the girls did a very good job in playing the role of being possessed because it's all about mind games, it's all about manipulation, it's all about deception. And they did a very good job at that. I mean, it was just certain things that we'll probably talk about this a little bit later, but it was middle of the road for me. So Matt, how did you feel about The Exorcist, Believer? I'm not like a big scary movie buff, but I actually enjoyed myself with this movie. Uh, although there's a couple creepy scenes, but other than that, I mean, I was I was entertained. Although uh, I think at the beginning it was kind of hard to figure out who was going what and people showing up in people's houses yeah. without any explanation. And it just kind of set up like, man, I hope the rest of the movie isn't like this. Because if that's the case, I'm not going to understand the plot as much. So I'm glad it cleared up towards the middle. I'm glad it didn't have too many jump scares. Because typically when you have movies like this, there's a jump scare or two. Mm -hmm. I didn't see any of those in this. Overall, that was pretty good. The movie really falls apart towards the later third of it. The tone is there. It's just the execution is not. As James said, the kids acting was very good. Once that changing the kids happen it is very distinct and makeup on the kids also is decent but eventually it just becomes all about family <laughs> and, uh, vin diesel would say i think that's the biggest takeaway that i again there's just too many characters and it just started to fall apart and it's just like well what's going on who's responsible for this and that's my biggest takeaway so you're 100 correct because around the end the exorcism scene there were so many people there, and you was like, okay, why are you here? Who are you? Yeah. Why is this person here? I mean, everyone, Where did you come they, from? They make a whole thing about different religions or different cultures have something that they call the possession, how right. they deal with that, and then that together at the end where there's multiple people doing multiple mm -hmm. things, praying in multiple different ways in order right. to be, demon be gone! <laughs> right. It's all over the place. And that caused a lot of confusion. Those are the question, which one's actually legitimate? Which one's actually working? First, in the original, it was just two priests in there. But then with those two priests in there, you felt more was at stake. It felt like more was at stake compared to having a whole squad in there. And the thing is, the squad that was in there was bumbling. They didn't know what the hell they were doing. Change from, hey, something's not right to they're possessed happens fairly quickly. Yeah, because in the old one, it took a while for the mom to realize that, okay, yeah. To me, it took a reasonable amount of time. It wasn't too long and it wasn't too short. It was quicker than what I expected. Damn, okay, they come to the conclusion that this is it. Like before, it went through denial. I mean, there was a little bit of denial, but then that didn't last long. So, Jay, what score would you give? I would give it a six. I would watch it again because I know there's some things that I missed. The acting was very good. The other girl, this is her first acting role, or credited acting role, an outstanding job. She was a little bit more creepy than the main girl. Because I think the black girl was the lead demonic person at first. Because it all started with her story of her being born, with her mom dying and all that. So I'm consider her the lead. But there were scenes like when the other girl, she went crazy, especially in the church. Especially when she stabbed Chris in the eyes. She was doing her thing. She did a great job. If you're into The Exorcist, this is a good watch. It's better than part two. If you're into The Exorcist, you know what I'm talking about. Part two was utter trash. 
one of the worst big budget horror movies I've ever seen in my life. For folks that probably don't really go into scary movies all like that, I think you'd be pleasantly surprised, especially with the acting of the little girls, uh, what James said, when you're actually watching it, you actually feel that they were possessed. First part of the movie, a little confusing, started to get better in the second, and touch base with Barry. Uh, the third part got a little confused as far as how they were planning to do it. But ultimately, then it came together. I'd give it a 6.5. This one, i give it a 5. It's not the worst horror movie. I mean, none is worse than this. <laughs> Saw X is worse than this. There'll still be a couple more horror movies between now and the end of the month out. But, I mean, this is watchable and does not require a lot. Even though James was talking about the lore of the exorcist it doesn't require that much of investment into exorcist series so just say that much but jay will you tell us how to disperse the spirits right now disperse the spirits oh man yeah in this movie there was there was a time when they were doing the exorcism and two girls they shared a heartbeat so one died they both died they end up asking their parents to choose which one you want to live. If you watch these possession movies, if you watch all this shit, you know that these demons play around, play mind games, doing your worst fears and all that shit. They're not going to give you a choice like that. I'm not a religious guy, but this shit's kind of common fucking sense. They're not going to give you a choice. But if you say something, for example, when, when that was happening, what did I say? I said, don't choose, choose yourself. And when I said choose yourself, the parents should have chose themselves. Father should have said, take me, choose me. The other father or mother should have said, choose me. That would have thrown them all off. Because if you remember in the first exorcist, at the very end, when the priest got pissed off and started beating the hell out of Reagan, at the end, he was like, come into me, come into me. He sacrificed himself. You got to show a selfless act. And Matt brought this up, and I didn't think about it, so I'm giving you credit, Matt. Because I was trying to figure out why did the white girl die instead of the black girl. Yeah, that was a little confusing. But Matt brought up a very good point, though. He said because the father chose. He was doing a selfish act. And if was. you look at that in context of when they were talking about the other father and he chose mm-hmm. his wife and the wrong person right. survived. <laughs> right. That's what how the demon was playing with him. But because he chose his daughter, it was selfish. And then it gave you the illusion that his daughter survived. The black girl died. But then it was a reversal. The black girl came too and the white girl died. And she was trapped with the demon in an abyss or whatever. That looked horrible. That just goes to show, like, I think in situations like that, you got to be selfless. And he was being selfish. He kind of played into what the demon probably wanted. Because he got somebody. They would have just said themselves. They probably wouldn't have got anybody. That's my opinion. And that's been the Beast Game Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>